Hello and welcome to the Africa Practice podcast channel. I'm delighted to be joined by Richard Kiplagat, who is Group Director and Managing Director East Africa at Africa Practice. Richard is also a board member of Safe Hands Kenya, an alliance of Kenyan actors which has recently won a series of Fast Company awards, including as a project that helps underserved groups and helps improve life in communities. Richard, thanks so much for joining us. To start, could you please just tell us a few words on Safe Hands Kenya and why it came to existence? Thank you, Daphne. It's a pleasure to have some time to talk to you about Safe Hands Kenya. Safe Hands Kenya was conceived at the beginning of March this year as the coronavirus pandemic took hold across the world, really. And as Kenyans were thinking about how to support the communities, one of our co-founders, Greg Murray, reached out to friends, including myself, and said, would it be possible for us to pool our resources, pool our capabilities as private sector actors, and develop a solution that would help to provide hand sanitation and hygiene, fumigation and surface disinfectant, masks to communities, especially in the disadvantaged and high-density areas where social distancing would be a challenge. And over a couple of weeks, and actually quite quickly, we were able to pull together almost 30 different companies that had capacity to manufacture various things, such as Orbit Chemicals that was, is a manufacturer of disinfectant. We were able to work with companies that were distribution companies or delivery companies, such as Jumia in order to get the product to the last mile. We worked with local community organizations such as Shofko, who work in Kibera, which is a slum in Nairobi. And uh, we were able to leverage their capacity in working with the communities, understanding the distribution and understanding the culture and sensitivities of the community so that we could roll this all into behavior change campaigns as well. And so the objective ultimately was, how do we leverage what we have and what we're good at, bring it together to provide a solution for the society, particularly for those that were not in a position to have access to hand washing stations or the equipment and the inputs that were necessary to improve the quality of hygiene around the pandemic? And how could we do that in a sustainable way by removing the profit motive and making it affordable? Right. That's very interesting. And I understand that the Kenyan tech sector is heavily involved in the coalition. How exactly does Safe Hands Kenya rely on tech solutions? So as I mentioned a little bit earlier, one of the sectors that uh, I think has been highlighted across the world with regards to with regards to response to the pandemic has been the technology sector not only because of uh, communication but also because the tech sector was already set up for last mile distribution and e-commerce and so in Kenya we leveraged companies that already had distribution networks and that were in a position to make those distribution points accessible for the establishment of channels to distribute things like washing uh, detergent, things like soap and sanitizer, all the way to the last mile. 
and uh, we were able to leverage very quickly a huge distribution network and not have to set it up from scratch. We also used technology to establish where these hand washing stations, for example, had run out of water or run out of soap so that we could ensure that we didn't just deliver them and drop them, but that we would be able to replenish them. And then we were also able to overlay the data in terms of location so that we could identify areas where there were no hand sanitizers or there was no hand washing stations and ensure that we distributed them in a manner that was consistent also with population density. So we use technology in a number of really smart and interesting ways to not only execute delivery, but also to make sure that we were efficient and effective in how we distributed and how we rolled out the program. Fantastic. And you also mentioned in the first part of the interview an associate consumer campaign. Could you tell us a bit more about TBAN ECC? Yeah, so it was actually a behavior change campaign. And behavior change in the sense that it was clearly going to be important to persuade people that their behavior was going to be a big determinant on how successful we were in beating coronavirus. So Tiba Nisisi is, is Swahili for the cure is me. I am the cure, right? Or we are the cure. And we knew that it would be important to persuade people to wash their hands regularly, to persuade people to social distance, to persuade people to wear masks. We knew that we would have to do that in a way that resonates with people. And so we we built this brand and, and the hashtag Tibanisisi, which was rolled out on social media and on print and electronic media. We also worked with organizations like Shofko that I mentioned earlier, that are community-based organizations, but also well-told story that produces over a million magazines every month targeted at the youth. Of course, you know that Africa is predominantly a youthful population, and so we needed to use and leverage channels that were already existing, that had the confidence of the youth, of the youth to communicate the message. And, and I must say, we're very proud of the number of people that we were able to reach with this messaging. And we believe we contributed positively to, to behavior change, as well as providing sanitation products. Great. And speaking of communications around the alliance and the initiative, could you tell us a bit more about what was Africa Practice's role? Well, so I'm really proud that we were one of the founding members and that right at the beginning, We identified with the issue and were willing to contribute and were part of the formation of Safe Hands Kenya. All the way from making recommendations with regards to who might be useful and effective leaders and team members to providing leadership around the communication strategy, which was designed and developed by Natalie Moll from our London office to the day-to-day -day management of the rollout of the communication strategy and collaboration with other partners. And so we really played a pivotal role in ensuring that we built a, a communication strategy that also reached out to the international audience to support the fundraising efforts and to ensure that we quickly were established as an organization that was making a difference and that was doing so in a different way. So I think this award from Fast Company is part of that, and we're very proud to have been associated with Hans Kenya and the impact that it has had for millions of Kenyans 
and the lives that it has saved through its uh, its efforts. Fantastic. Thanks, Richard. Thanks so much for your insights. Just as a last question, could you please clarify the future of Safe Hands Kenya? Do you think the model can be applied to other contexts? And if so, in which? Yeah, so one of the things we wanted to do was open source the model. And we wanted to share the learnings and lessons that we were able to glean from having put Safe Hands Kenya together. We learned a lot of very interesting little bits and pieces. We initially set up, for example, to provide tons and tons of soap. And we discovered actually access to soap and soap penetration and distribution is quite high. It was the utilization and the frequency of uh, of soap that was an issue, as well as access to water. We learned that access to water more than soap is going to be important. We learned that behavior change is going to be important. And we put all of this into a bit of a case study and a document that is available for other organizations who might want to replicate what we've done in Kenya. And I know that Tanzania, for example, was have been talking about Safe Hands Tanzania. And we had discussions with entities from Southern Africa and Zambia who are all looking at potentially replicating this model. This was all about saving lives and being impactful to society. And so we really hope others will learn from what we've done, improve on it, and continue to support this important work. Thanks very much, Richard. And just to add to your answer, I believe the operations manual that you mentioned is available on the Safe Hands Kenya website. Absolutely. Well, thanks very much for your time, uh, as well as your great insights, Richard. It was really interesting speaking to you. It's been a pleasure, Daphne. Thank you for the opportunity.